0: okay well we haven't been back for a while boys and it's it's here season two just in time for two lock two down (laughs) chinwaggers are back (laughs) (laughs) yeah you like that one yeah Yeah, you know because i I got a bit sick of like everyone's always using what is it electric boogaloo and i was like nah mate it's two lock two down (laughs) because we remember we remembered tokyo drift in this house okay (laughs) yeah uh Anyways, yeah. So if if it isn't obvious by how our our intro is already derailed into film talk, this is just the discussion episode this time around, um, just to ease ourselves mm. back into it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those days where I think I think none of us feel like fighting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, peace. Peace times. Peace times. The, the the civil war can happen across the pond. Yeah. We're gonna go them <laughs> peace things for now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. When winter we'll, uh, when winter comes, baby, you know the lone wolf dies and the pack survives. We've got to come together yeah. for this ship.
1: This dark, this dark winter.
0: Oh,
2: it's gonna be fun, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I love Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been be- glued to it. Absolutely glued to it. Best entertainment show ever, and it's just the U.S. news.
1: <laughs> yeah it really is the way the news is presented over there it is literally entertainment it's like wrestling it's quite oh, like right, watching fully. wrestling the wrestling version
2: of reality
0: especially mm. how they fucking do their debates man like it's worse than here and it's atrocious <laughs> right, here. their debates are hilarious
2: <laughs> just a shouting match innit? it yeah mm. Feel like so need to listen to one of our episodes mate get a few points across. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh we do these episodes
1: as a free-form discussion don't we and we all take a section each um i want to take the first section today uh because uh we lost somebody very recently who uh, was the, the definition of a legend really mm-hmm. uh Dear solo um is, is a huge james bond fan uh So, yeah, um, my respects go out there. So with the passing of Sean Connery, who was undoubtedly a movie star in every sense of the phrase, it got me thinking about the role of a movie star in a sort of philosophical sense. See, stay with me here. The true movie star who can guarantee a profit on a movie, without a doubt, is an incredibly rare thing because it requires the popular vote. In order to be a movie star the people must choose you. This can be evidenced by such actors such as Sam Worthington and Jai Courtney who despite many efforts from Hollywood were not accepted as true movie stars by its audience. These mythological idols of whom we flock to worship picture after picture and we can also see how the movie stars evolved alongside its audience as they project themselves upon the screen from movie stars such as Humphrey Bogart, Fred Astaire, Judy Garland to Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp and Scarlett Johansson but one thing that every movie star from The Rock to Sean Connery has in common as in common is the cinema the temple of which the masses can worship upon their chosen idols yet now we face a reality where the screens are dark and the audiences will stay at home now of course we're all still watching movies but as an audience we're divided amongst an abundance of content and streaming services that it begs the question is there a future for, for the movie star or perhaps as shown in the short history of film will the title of the movie star just continue to evolve. So, what do you guys think? Uh, I don't know.
0: Um. I I feel like it's, 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 it's one of those things where it always feels like we'll never get another one until the next one hits. You know know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, Mm. I think the exact, like well what, I guess what it reminds like me of
1: was e- the prequels were it
0: <laughs> Exactly and before, well, I, we'll get on to it later but before that we just had our books didn't we <laughs> Yeah. But now what it reminds me of like in even like the example I'm going to use isn't about film it's about comics but when image started it was like the independent movement for artists and shit and like when it happened it was so big But then it was like when it went downhill, everyone was like, oh, it's never going to happen again. But then Kirk, like Robert Kirkman, came in with The Walking Dead. And that's been, that's like the biggest comic that's been. And that was only like, not even that long ago. But that, but like it's the example of the early 2000s, right? Exactly. Like, I think it might have even been 20. Oh, no, wait, you know, it might have been 2007 or 2009. But it's oh that my, same thing where it's like. Oh he has turned out
1: some comic books.
0: Oh, trust me, man. But it's like it's that way where it's like. Y- you're just you think oh it's not gonna happen and then it happens, you know what I mean? And like I think like mm-hmm. like how we mentioned the rock, it's like the rock. The rock is like, or was maybe that was before we were recording, but. Mm. The rock is like a new. He's like a s- superstar in that way, and like other yeah. people are kind of on their way there, through different routes but mm. yeah I, th- I think like inside i, I feel what like I as a concept it will never quite leave us but i don't know if it, if i don't know if that's more because of us as the audience rather than mm. the shape of the industry if you know what i mean
1: yeah um would, what if i did sorry, well. <laughs> sorry now go ahead um, so the, the cinema had like different studios playing the same films, you know, by the so different actors and stuff. But now as we, you tune into Disney plus or you tune into Netflix or you tune into Amazon, like, I guess, do you, do you feel like, um uh, sort of actor like the rock will become not necessarily a Netflix actor. Cause at the minute he tends to do paramount films. Um, is it paramount that Fast and Furious is and and well, you know, you do, do you get what I'm trying to say? So yeah. that he might that we might get like a movie star of Netflix, a movie star of Amazon Prime, oh, wow. a movie star doing Disney movies. You know, like Robert Downey Jr. He, he's been a Disney movie star for for a while and hasn't really, um, apart from Sherlock Holmes, was independent, wasn't it? But yeah, <laughs> do you know what I'm trying? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Oh yeah, no, I I'm get just rambling now.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's interesting though, isn't it? It's it's part of the evolution of cinema. Uh,
2: yeah, I think what you're, you're going to start getting Netflix kind of only actors. It's like, mm-hmm. um, you've got that Dylan Minnette. He's in. He's like the lead role in Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, and now, like okay. other than them, other than that TV series, all I've seen him is Netflix original films. You know, like oh, right. he's—I mean, he's not been in any good ones since. But I mean, he's been in that's kind of where he's at now. Adam Sandler's so so fully like, like, like Netflix of. as well. Mm. He is, yeah, yeah. I've I mean, he It's he th- Halloween. Yeah hubby or whatever hubby mm.
0: so oh has he done something new
1: uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's like Halloween literally it's just come out I oh, think. Mad. yeah I it's the most realize. it's been
2: the most viewed thing on netflix this year apparently the most viewed uh film oh that's
1: sure because like know. netflix oh. is dead for the majority of the year
2: mm. and you know what as well mm. like you know what's kind of hilarious he uses um so he's got characters in it from other Sandler films. So he's actually kind of built a Sandler verse. Like, oh, he's uh, gone for uh, Eddie Murphy. Hasn't he's trying he? to Kevin Smith it.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah, make like, sure of. Um, is he playing his characters in this film?
2: No, no, no. So he's. Oh, so he is Kevin Smith in it from... then. <laughs> so he's like. He's got. um What's it? He's got someone from Little Nicky in it. He's got uh, okay. a, a character. Uh, Earth and uh, rise. He's got a couple different characters. I'm not. I'm not even too sure. You know, I haven't seen it. Like, um, no, I mean. But not. I've s- I've just seen like all this. All this stuff about it, and I'm like, okay. Because I mean, I like Adam Sandler. Don't get me wrong, but like, I liked him a lot more when I was younger. Like, I'm not really too. Apart too, from hidden gems, I don't really gems. follow him like that, innit? it like, I, 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 you, oh, do you, Un, do you mean it was uncut?
1: It uncut? Oh yeah, yeah, I meant uncut. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah.
2: See, I'm still not seeing it. Me neither. Still not seeing it. Um, I think, I but, think our debate. But on fun, it. Um, funnily
0: enough, though, the reason I haven't seen it is because it's an Adam Sandler film, which okay. is funny because it's like that's almost the opposite of like what we're. Of like you know how the movie there's movie stars that draw people to a movie, but that same way it can swing like for mm. example like, because that was like when we did the Sandler episode, I think he even said that I even said that in the introduction. I was just like, the reason I'm not doing this is because I haven't even seen five films because I just don't like him
1: Yeah, that's like me with Wahlberg. You know,
2: I just don't like. I just
0: don't like it. <laughs> see, yeah, no,
2: actually, I think you're right as well. Because I mean, for me. I mean, I've been on and off with him throughout my life, but Jim Carrey's very, very hit or miss for me. Like, okay. very hit or miss. Like, there'll be—I remember I was fully anti Jim Carrey for a while, and then I saw the number twenty-three, right? And I was like, okay, this guy can. This guy can act. Like, he's not just this clown. Basically, like, don't get me wrong, he's a yeah. great comedy actor, but yeah, but he, eventually he I get sick of.
1: I'd d- thing, I re- no, really saying.
2: recommend *Eternal Sunshine of
1: the Spotless Mind*, which I yeah, have really. like yeah. That's fucking yeah. phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I was that. Yeah, I was gonna say like he, I think what, what the kind of problem for someone like Jim Carrey is, is because he's so fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> he, he just he gets stuck in that label, yeah. and then it's like you're like, oh, he's so funny, yeah. but then you like you forget it's like, oh yeah, he's you fuck- like he's hilarious, but my guy could like he he can do some fucking sick act like did you guys brilliant drama acting as well
1: he can did you guys see like going back to his zany stuff did you guys see sonic
0: no i wish i did because i love sonic
1: yeah i got to watch sonic i took brady to watch sonic nice that was that was fun you know everything yeah everything
0: i heard was good about it
1: well, everything Sonic-wise and uh, Doctor Robotnik and everything I thought was brilliant. Everything like James Marsden-wise and trying to fit it into this world was garbage. You know, I <laughs> wish they would have just, just not really explained why they were here and just got on with it. And it, it, I, I feel like I would have been fine.
0: Did I, did I hear right that there's some weird thing with like they do like an after credits thing with tails yeah. or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they do um oh, okay
1: fully banking everyone's, on a sequel
0: everyone's trying that fucking shit these days man when...
1: of course well like because yeah. you so you've seen the trailer right and i don't really feel like this this is necessarily spoiling it but like obviously jim carrey plays him and he's got hair mm. so like in the end credit yeah. scene he's like been exploded and that and like he has no hair and his mustache is like frizzled out no, you know kind of like the yeah. Like the game, more like
2: proper character.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually. it looks it looks good, but obviously you only see him. It's like seeing Thanos
2: for the first time. You know, <laughs> you just see like a glimpse yeah. of him. That's fair enough. Then again, to be fair, like, do you know what surprised me? Um As we're talking about movie stars and you know being that kind of having them sort of like being assigned to big studios and all this kind of thing and cinemas and whatnot. The I, I was telling you to watch it recently rogan a film landed on netflix oh, uh, called it. the devil all the time i've seen an hour and, and a half of it i've got an hour left <laughs> yeah well so f- i mean how star-studded is that is that film the film like, so the film far is, is sick it's bro it, it only gets only gets better as well it's like mad. it's and i mean you've got rob patterson you've got yeah. uh tom holland you've got bill skarsgård I uh, can't remember his name, but you've got Dudley Dursley in there. You've got, you've got some big, big g- like characters, you know, and that surprised me for a Netflix film. Like yeah. to, to, to have that kind of star pool, you know, cause usually that it seems like Netflix is given, given like laying the runway for actors to become bigger. But like, mm-hmm. you don't really see, you don't really see too many famous, famous faces, you know what I mean? In, in, Netflix films well especially not as I mean Robert Patterson is huge I mean
1: well yeah no, Tom mean, Holland I mean, yeah, as e- well Tom Holland
2: yeah Tom Holland might be the biggest
1: name I think right now
0: hmm well I mean if we don't count like the boys and the Irishman yeah
1: the the, the sure. boys and the Irishman what do you mean?
0: I, mean I mean like you know it's like De Niro Pacino like oh shit sure. yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like those are like a list of people and that was that was a Netflix but then produced can, right
2: yeah i hear that but at the same time that's scorsese innit? it like and i feel like they're they're in with scorsese true it is true. scorsese innit? it like i think he's got that pool with them like you know what i mean like
0: well yeah got his. Na-
2: i don't know who directed the devil all the time but i don't think it was anyone anyone i knew this yeah. whoever it is is good i'll find yeah. out
0: yeah, I've noticed that it's like. Have you guys noticed with um? Actually, I suppose I don't know if you have Prime Sam. I yeah, think, I do. I like, do. do you oh, me? you do. Okay. Yeah. I so do, like yeah. for like the last couple months, they have been pushing Carl Urban like crazy. Like he has been on so much of their program. I love Carl Urban. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that. he's I think he's so one of sick. the most underappreciated actors at that is going about at the minute. Like not like because it's like is every he... it's, he's the kind of thing where like everyone loves him. But he just doesn't get like he he just somehow hasn't mm. hit the sup- like the superstar level, like what we're saying. Yeah. Because he's a what's fucking his, G um, and he can put well, it. When off. His name?
1: Carl Urban, Carl with a K. Uh, like uh, for me I, I I've I thought it was um, since dread. I thought oh, I've man, been on sort of his bandwagon thing, since man. Dread. And then um, and then you look back and you're like, Man's in Chronicles of Riddick Um I mean what is the rings Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bagnarok Ragnarok. Of Lord of the Rings. It just exactly. so much. he's just always been there, been a hustler. Yeah, exa- Star yeah, Trek that, Exactly. Fame. That's
0: what I mean. Oh God, James McCoy, of course. Oh man, it's Eomer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, oh I, see, I didn't even
2: even realize. Yeah.
0: Exactly, because like, he's so, cause he's that good. <laughs> like, cause yeah, he, and like, now he's I know. I I fully
1: love the boys. I think the boys is great.
0: I've still only seen okay. like three episodes of it. I don't, oh, and yeah. I don't know why. Like I just haven't, I just haven't stuck it to the sticking point. I ju- I've just started mm, rewatching okay. Picard, though, because I was, I, I just oh, needed okay. to watch Picard again because I was just thinking about it so much.
1: You needed a <laughs> bit of classical music.
0: Oh, yeah, trust <laughs> me. I just needed like a, you know, like a. T- I just needed to boldly go where I'd never been before, <laughs> even though I had already <laughs> watched the season.
1: <laughs> this time, you can go more boldly.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm going even bolder to where I've already been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know what? So the guy is an, is really kind of at least for us an unknown director. Um, is called Antonio Campos. This is a guy um, who directed The Devil All the Time. He also directed After School, which you may know of, but I don't.
0: No, not off the top uh, of my I head. Say
1: I do. a Couple of TV movie projects. A series called The Sinner. Um, an episode for The Punisher. So respect for that, G.
2: I feel like I've heard of The Sinner. So yeah.
0: I thought I that as well. When it came up. Yeah, th- I have no idea where from, but that it sounds, it sounds, it has that kind of ring of familiarity to it.
1: Yeah. It's got Bill Pullman in it. Bill Pullman, like the greatest president of all time. Which that could be controversial in like in this, in this day
0: Charlie Sheen in machete three
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> there's also um in Mars attacks uh Jack Nicholson oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what a president oh. his who great speech by Pullman oh, oh,
0: you know, I, oh you know you know what I, who the best president was actually, Martin Sheen in the West Wing.
2: okay, I haven't seen it, I can't
0: oh it's a tv show i
2: can't even remember who it is but whoever plays the president in national treasure 2 is a is a g i can't remember i've
0: I've not actually seen any of the national treasures i don't know but how if if
1: if nicholas cage has ever played a president and he wins have you seen the trailer for jujitsu
0: no oh the
1: yeah i mean yeah. it's so it looks oh, so ridiculous I remember
0: seeing something for it
1: he goes from like a martial arts master to a hippie uh like never does a single bit of jujitsu throughout the whole trailer and then like takes the guy out at the end with a double front flip and then a kick <laughs> he's just like <laughs> what am i watching this is crazy so yeah. you'll love it trust me
2: there's yeah. another one. There's another star. I do love like, a cheeky
0: just, bit of Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah He's exactly. got that pull.
2: He's got that pull. You know what I mean? Yeah. Despite I don't know what it is, yeah, exactly. not care about the plot. If it's, it's got Nick Cage in it, it'll get a watch in it.
0: Trust Please. me. Like, despite being like widely, like, I mean, I think he's, I think he's actually good, but he's widely regarded as being bad. But he yeah. still has that pull. You mm-hmm. know, just because it's like he has that presence. It's like, he, I think he's he's one of those guys that kind of plays themselves and everything. Okay. But what he's playing is like, it's always, it, it always sells. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I hear that. And obviously got a shout out Keanu. He's got oh, a yeah, fan base I know of Oh yeah,
0: yeah, trust me. Yeah, well, like he... arguably one of the best ones. Yeah.
1: yeah like fan bases, around. I mean. He's coming. His his films. I mean, he did have a big dip in the two thousands, but weren't much to say about what he did then. But coming back with John Wick was just one of the best revivals.
2: This is the thing. This is where it's like, I mean, we're Keanu fans, isn't it so like people will say to us like, "Yeah, he's not that good," probably from his his stint of movies during the two thousands. But to us, like, you know, I mean, he's a treasure. So.
1: Did you man mm. see yeah, Bill and Ted, three?
0: No, and it broke my heart. Uh, <laughs> see, I wasn't like. I wanted like... to see it so bad. I mean, it was my number two of the fucking hyped movies this year.
1: Yeah, I wasn't too like blown away by it, you know. I was, I was left a bit disappointed. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Oh well, yeah, That's we recorded
2: shame. that for this year, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah,
0: mate. That was, like, I was <laughs> talking about that the <laughs> other day with someone. I was just like, it's funny how. We did, like, movies that we're most hyped for this year. And I, I think none of, us, like, none of us have seen any of them. No. And I half remember of talking them aren't even coming out this year
1: now. And witches.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember we get so excited for Dune. Then that's not happening. Oh, shit. Yeah. And <laughs> what is I'm happening here? to Dune? I'm still holding out for Wonder Woman. Like, I really want to believe that's going to happen this year. Well, I
1: mean, if they can do Mandalorian, then they can shut the fuck up and get... Get films made.
0: <laughs> oh you know what I mean. Well this yeah. is this is what annoys me about the about something like Dune and like No Time to Die, for example. So like those movies are actually done. Yeah. Like tons of these films are actually done. You can, but they're just yeah. like they're just they not, not released. I think exactly. a legitimate like, which is understandable
1: argument with Regal against Sony on like you could have saved cinemas with James Bond or you held it back. To maximise profits at a time when an industry needed it. Mm. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, fully. I, I feel like that. Uh, got to be fair though, when I, as much as I've loved the cinema industry, I want to see it boom and uh, and come back to what it was. That it was quite enjoyable. I went to watch Saint Maud, which is a horror film at the. Oh, the sh- the sh- oh the show, man, that the showroom th- in Sheffield, and you know what? It was actually really nice. Only having uh, mate, like th- four of the people in the cinema. The screen. trailers
0: for that were making my skin crawl. Like I, I I, 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 don't, I don't think I could watch that film.
2: Mate, it was the most intense. It literally mm. took me on a journey. I felt like I was gonna collapse at least three or four times during it. Like, mate. and I was sat down. Yeah. Like it made me feel so uncomfortable. Like yeah, man. So like good. those
0: trailers made me uncomfortable. Like I don't, I don't think I could watch it. I don't. I gen like genuinely. I don't think I could get through it, just because like I, ugh. like even thinking about it, I'm getting a bit like ugh, yeah. I'm getting a bit itchy.
2: It was very yeah. It was yeah. That's, that's, you know, the I'm, lot, you know, I'm proud of myself for getting through it, but I don't think I'll the be last it film.
0: The last film I watched in the cinemas was, like mid August. Uh, I took my mum to go see the lighthouse, which banged. But and that was the same because it was like that it was so the cinema was so quiet and is which it? made it just so nice mm. it is it
2: is and you know like you're not getting big groups of dickhead teenagers chatting through the film you know what i mean if you're going to the cinema during a pandemic like you know you really <laughs> want to be at that cinema innit? it like
0: otherwise why bother yeah oh man you know i'm so pissed off with myself that i didn't get around to seeing empire on the big screen for the anniversary
2: oh don't mate me too i didn't i didn't realize it was going to be on and lord of the rings as well because they did lord of the rings ones until both times it was on the night they were screening them and i was like are you kidding me like and it was just too late mate like
0: yeah no duh
1: so um going back to the the horror film uh, that leads mm-hmm. us on to to your section, Sam. Yeah,
2: yeah, it does. And weirdly enough, like Netflix is gonna and Prime and all of them are gonna take a a big role in my my piece as well. And like, I just wanted to to bring to the table just the idea that maybe horror, because I mean, I chat a lot about horror on this show. I always have. Um, Ooh. And I've always said, like, how... I don't know, Dave. Horror's up and down throughout the years, you know. They're, like... Obviously, we had the big boom in the 80s. We've had booms, well, since since the 40s with Christopher Lee and stuff like that. Um, we've had... One of the
0: best actors of all time.
2: Indeed, indeed. Um, we've had horror, like, there. But now I think we're entering a world... and. I think it's just because, and like I always say, I don't get why they are rehashing old horrors all the time, like and trying to spring back and reboot and whatnot. I don't think that's any good for story. But no, what I wanted to discuss today is the idea that horror as a TV series might be the future, and maybe we should look at that more rather than pushing out a hundred cheap budget horror films with forgettable characters and just a different person wielding a knife really or you know like yeah particularly with that it's um i wanted to discuss the haunting of bly manor and the haunting of hill house um two vastly different netflix horror series in comparison to each other and considering they're the same author it it was it was quite interesting, but what I, what I gathered from it and the, what the notes I kind of believe. Uh,
0: there's like a third one of that kind of like series coming up, right?
2: There is, is yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if
0: it's been approved for
2: Netflix. Is that what you meant?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's like yeah, because you know it was Hill House, Bly Manor, and then I I feel I just feel like I I thought I remembered hearing that there was another one by them. Um, like coming out at some point. Like obviously, Blind Man has only just come out, but yeah, that so. they're going to continue d- with that serialized programming.
1: Are these limited series? There's never going to be a season two. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, I think um, serialized story. <coughs> Sorry, I think serialized storytelling offers uh, a deeper sense of escapism. Which I think lends itself really well to, to horror. mm
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, like um, it actually, it always it reminds me of I've, I always talk about this fucking like Charlie Brooker interview from like 2009 whenever shit like this comes up, when he when like when he was talking about why he brought Black Mirror to Netflix and like everyone attacked him because they were like, oh, you just want the money, and he was like, mm-hmm. no, this kind of content and this like this is over 10 years ago now where he was like, this kind of content is actually more effective through the distribution system of a streaming service because of how it's, because of like, especially like a limited series, like Bly Manor, Hill, like not even even horrors as well, but like Witcher is one that I point out of like how that limited story format you need to have it all at once so you can consume it at your own pace and like like and some in in like film format where it is like a limited like hour and a half to maybe just over 2 hours with horrors it's because of the because of how every the the story is condensed that way i don't know it's just like some, some it's just some stories like the cinema cinema isn't the isn't the best distribution platform empirically Mm. like it's the best distribution platform for like the MCU like that never would have worked over a streaming service but something like like haunting a hill house bly manor perfect for like black mirror perfect for a streaming service because you have to consume it at your rate not the rate of the narrative Mm even though it is a narrative that you are following how that kind of content like even though that's different to like the serialized content that we were on about um but it's it's like it's another one that is yeah it was it's more suited to that than like the serial release that it was on when it was on the bbc because it's Mm -hmm. an anthology series so it's like again it's like you just get it you can watch one and then whenever you watch the next one, it doesn't affect you yeah. because it's like, you've just got it all there, like, and you can consume it at your pace the same way that you would like these, these limited series that just like do extended form.
1: Yeah. I also find it funny how you can like sell out the BBC to Netflix. Like you sell out to the BBC, <laughs> you know? if you're if you're yeah, if you're on yeah. the bbc you're probably already sold out it's not the other way around yeah. um yeah. yeah so um yeah i i i think it's a it's an interesting concept uh i think that, like you were sort of saying before that one one of the problems with like horror films is uh you know that you're you're just not invested in the characters there's very little development they become caricatures and it's very formulaic whereas you can have caricatures and then develop them, you know, within a series. Mm. Um, yeah, and that that that's good. I I would struggle as a filmmaker to, um, you know, think how can I create tension over eight hours as opposed to, you know,
2: ninety minutes. That that I think that's that's a challenge. Um, so I mean, well, I mean, it's like a the way I've always seen it with horror films, is daylight scenes are for character building the moment it hits night that's when you get that's when you get freaky you know okay. what I mean there's no <laughs> there's no <coughs> you know what I mean this is this is what this is what always gets me with that jump scare and insidious with the red guy at the table as well that comes in the middle of the day that th- you're not expecting it you know what I mean like that that's what I didn't like about that that's what got me but like horror <laughs> is trying to follow horror. that trend <laughs> really because yeah pretty much Bro, I, my heart rate goes down half like it, <laughs> it like it halves when i see that it's daylight i'm like yes thankful yeah a, have a it's true couple minutes break five ten minutes you know what i mean and then when, when it gets night again that's when i'm like, oh here we go yeah you. no it's, go, yeah. it's funny
0: that because that's like uh have I, I don't know have you have you guys re- at, like read lord of the rings or have you just watched the film i've read the i've, I've read, read fellowship but i didn't read the other two Okay, cause in um, cause they. Like the a, <laughs> cause, oh, that's a banger, cause they they actually cause they it actually becomes a bit of a like the whole night and day thing actually is like it's used as a literal plot like n- not not just a plot device in that where it's like like how you're saying it's like at daytime things are fine but d- in the dark is when the shit happens, but yeah. like in there within that it's like the orcs and like the dark creatures literally they all travel by night because that's when they're like a lot like they they get like anxious when it's daylight like there's this great bit in i mean it's only in the book and it is which is a shame because it's one of my favorite like it's my favorite bit of dialogue in that whole series is when they're at helms deep it's like it's just just before they ride out um, for the final bit of the battle, there's this bit where Aragorn goes out on the towers and he's like shouting down to the Urukai, and he's like, "Oh, I came out to see the dawn," and they like, the leader of the Urukai gives him this whole speech where he's like, "Oh, what of the dawn? Like, we're the fight Urukai. Like, we don't sleep. We don't sleep or rest," and he like uh-huh. just goes on. He just goes off on this rant of like the dawn, that doesn't mean anything to us now because we're the like we're the new, we're the new breed of monster and this is no longer a yeah. fear for us like it's okay yeah like and it's it's in, and it's interesting how that is like like the, it is it's like it's almost an unspoken rule of horror because it's like
2: mm.
0: werewolf it's the full moon it's dark yeah Dra- like the vam- the vampires they always yeah, like they burn in the, in the day exact yeah it's, it's what like you it can't is always the d- scary exactly because it's like it's i find it's less like I think it's I think the reason that works so well is because darkness, like not just as like a metaphysical concept, but as in a literal sense, is the physical representation of the fear of the unknown. Because mm. even though like logically you can think, oh, well, I'm just walking the same walk that I did during the day. But say you do the walk and like, oh, there's no streetlights here and you never realized that before and you're like okay logically i know done this a million times nothing ever happens but when it's dark you just something about it like or on like an instinctive level just makes it that little bit more unsettling yeah and yeah.
1: back back way 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 back in the day that's when like we would have been prey was at night you know mm. uh, so like there will be that kind of uh, instinct you know, of fear of the dark because
0: yeah. I know that's one. That's one of the things I've always found, really. Well, you know, I'd I'd call it beautiful, but it's beautiful in like that way. It's like how how much it shows things about us as people. Is that in like all of the kind of you know like dark things that like traditions is that we used to have they would always be on the full moon and i remember like i was trying to explain it to a friend of mine once about how it's like the reason for that was is because that was like when it was the full moon the reason that was so special is because that was when the dark like night was it was bright Mm. at night because the moon was so strong so it's like rather than it being like it's like that like we're, we're less affected by the cycle of the moon so much more in our modern day life than we were in the like oh yeah, yeah.
1: like
0: yeah less con like we're definitely less conscious of its cycle but also like the natural effects it would have had because mm. like when that full moon was out it's like you could now operate in the evening yeah. And so that was why, like all of this shady shit was going down in the evening, because it was like, it was that bit unnatural where it's like, it's not meant to be bright in the dark, but it is, and now we can do the, all this shit, and like that's that's, that's why I
2: I've... concept I've
0: never even thought of that yeah you exa- get yeah the it's because
1: with the new moon it being completely exactly
0: dark. exactly yeah that's what it's like because I don't that like. C- because we don't think about that anymore, you forget about how much things like that used to affect us, and then, like, they affect us in more subtle ways in our modern-day lives. Hmm. Yeah, man. Jeez. <laughs> <That's>
2: <laughs> fucking so blowing your
0: yeah, mind right funny. now. <laughs> is, yeah,
2: a little bit, mate. A little bit.
1: Yeah. Smart. Well, I think... Uh, that you yeah that moves us on to uh, to some yeah Star Wars uh, story building yeah
0: S- yeah speaking of stars eh <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, yeah I just wanted That's to talk nice about because I um over the lockdown I've just I've like read so many more Star Wars books and like just I've been caning through all the canon audio books. And I've I've always been one of those people that is like I I always like to just read the different like fandom wikis just to like learn cool shit, like and I've been I've been doing that for like I don't know since I was like a teenager because that was just a fun thing to do, and it's like and I I love how when, because Star Wars is really unique in how it has, there was like, God how long was it so I think. I think 1990 was when Heir to the Empire came out and that like, that was the first legends book. Um, and oh shit. And when that, when that came out, it's like, there was, so yeah, that was 90. And then, so that's like over 30, well, over 30 years of canon was built up and then when Disney bought it it was just like well now it's now it's not canon it and this so- 91 oh 91 okay damn i was so close like i knew it was just around that period but there was so much like brilliant stuff in that cuz i like i remember for ages i used to be like cuz all cuz i was i've always been a star wars fan like that was i knew that history and then when it was like well now that's all become irrelevant like i was one of those people that was a bit like shaken by it I was just like oh that's gonna like that's crazy talk like what do you mean it's not catered like this has always been life
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh but but like
1: that was a real controversial move mm. from disney to just like
0: yeah big time and uh,
1: yeah
0: especially it's yeah. It
1: will backfire as well because it will be that canon that's forgotten. I
0: think. Mm. Oh. Well, I I don't know. I think it's I I I think both will survive because, like as Disney's canon has gone, like it was very like shocking. I mean, I I mean it was shocking to me at least when it first happened. Well, that's... but it's like as it goes on, you get more and more of the old stuff comes back in a new way and, and like I love like when they do that shit man like
1: yeah well yeah. Mandalorian has changed the game I think but before Mandalorian mm. like, the, the
2: future didn't look mm. good <laughs> <laughs> it didn't yeah. it didn't and from someone who's literally only watched the first episode of the first series I've jumped on the Mandalorian late don't get me wrong it is yeah by far the most impressive bit of star wars i've seen mm. and that's in that's in 40 minutes uh, apart from the last the season of I rebels knew. was hard as fuck. Oh, the last two actually me. Were rebel ah oh,
0: as soon as they as soon oh, as they I aged up that, ezra like and brought thrown in come yeah. the fuck on yeah like, talking of air to the empire the oh, that, penultimate that's a perfect she, example
1: you get uh darth maul and and obi-wan and then oh, yeah yeah, beautiful and like, that it, fair it, point. It, Makes all the painstaking hours you had with a young stroppy Ahsoka Tano, makes it worthwhile. <laughs> like I, 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 I really I won't like her li- character in Rebels.
0: I so won't funny? lie, I'm still like Ahsoka. Oh, okay. Ahsoka's never really done it for me. I, I, I like, I it's, it's like I, it's not like I dislike her. It's just one of those ones where I'm just kind of, I'm just ambivalent to her. If you know, like, I just don't really have an opinion on either way. Like, like, especially like, with, for example, with, like, how the Mandalorian, there's all this stuff of, like, oh, who's going to be in it? Like, I'm more fucking excited for Bo-Katan to be in it than I am for Ahsoka. Because I think Bo-Katan's a fucking gangster. Okay. Like, she, like, actually, she's, she's one of, and th- this is one of the things I love about Star Wars, is that, like, characters that are just in it briefly... Like I think, like genuinely, I feel like every character in Star Wars is someone, is is at least one Star Wars fan's favorite character.
1: Because
0: mm. like what like well, one of the guys I wanted to get into, in this, because I wanted to like bring up the, the bounty hunter wars, by K.W. G- Jeter or Jeter. I'm not, I'm not really sure you say it because it's spelled with a J, but. The villain in that, well, well, there's two villains. Both of them are fucking sick. Well, there's this guy called Prince Shizor, and and even at least even he is like he's technically in the canon because they have like a list of. There's a list of people that attended the Pod Race in the Phantom Menace, and Prince Shizor was there, okay. but like you, it's like you don't you don't actually see him but he was in the crowd watching the Boon to Eve classic back then. And yeah, that's, I, I even know the day with the race. <laughs> uh, is, that, is that Anakin's one? Yeah. Yeah. The race. Yeah. The race that Anakin does in the Phantom <laughs> Menace is called the Boon to Eve classic. Yeah. And Prince She is always there. And he's one of the like baddest motherfuckers that Star Wars has ever produced. Cause it's like, he was like, like how they built up. And this, this is like a, great example of how these things kind of come back in a new way but like how they did darth moore's comeback story in uh the clone wars series where he puts together the crime syndicates and then like what crimson dawn like comes to fruition as in the solo movie is like directly parallels Prince always Black Sun. Except, Bla- like, actually, I mean, Black Sun was a lot more intense than Crimson Dawn was. Because it was like, you literally couldn't say their name. Like, like it was, it was taboo to even acknowledge they existed. Because there was, like, just such a fear of Black Sun that if you admitted they existed, they, a lot of the time, they would just send someone to kill you. Just for, like, acknowledging their existence and, like... That's how secretive they were. Jeez. Yeah, and even and even like, in in another well, in one of the canon books now, and one of the one of the best canon books in my opinion, is this one called Dark Disciple, which is about Quinlan Vos and a Ventress.
1: Hard book.
0: And yeah, oh yeah, gangster man, gangster. And there's the bit where they, the two of them, go to black sun's castle on mustafar to rescue mad crim's children and wife like who's he runs the pike syndicate that we see in solo and they they rest they've been taken hostage by black sun and as they're leaving the pike's planet like black sun's armada shows up and just like you, and they leave just as that happens and ventures is just like like this is what if you play the game with Black Sun, like, they're gonna fucking come for you, regardless of the fact that the Pikes and Black Sun are technically meant to be allies. It's, like, just an insult to their honor. It's like, all right, you fuck with us, we're gonna come back and just, f- like, fuck with you ten times harder, just so you know that we're the only people that get to f- start shit. Like, so, oh, man. yeah, like, she's always such a fucking gangster, man.
1: So like, all this um these storylines how would you bring them into the canon that is now
0: well this is the thing is like a lot of them in some ways have been like like with this like with how they did darth maul in the clone wars Mm. there's been a lot of themes and ideas that have been created in legends that have come back like for example like coruscant the planet yeah was made by Timothy's aunt in Heir oh, to, to the Empire. Yeah, yeah, like that. He he came up with that idea. Like, there was. Coruscant didn't mm. exist until he was like, okay, well, what would the Imperials. What is the capital of the Empire? And he came up with it. Mad. So, yeah. wait,
1: every time you saw the Empire, the Emperor, he was on some type of shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, think it, like, if That's- you think in, um, Wow. Like think of the, in the original trilogy, there's no mention of where the Imperial no, no. capital is. We only see the emperor in the deleted scene in empire where he's on the hologram and then he comes to the death star. Yeah. And then like one of the, one of the bigger ones, cause cause like the the prequel trilogy originally fell under legends until, well, I mean it's, it's a part of new Canon, but like legends Canon was connected to that. But what's his name? Um, oh yeah, so it's like the or- the origin of the First Order, how it exists in new canon now, is actually really like. It's very similar to this to the setup to this book trilogy called the Black Fleet Crisis, which is by Michael Michael Cube McDowell, like well My- Michael P Cube McDowell, sorry. Um. And the setup for that is, after the Battle of Endor, like one of the largest um, sector fleets I think it's a sector fleet, called what well, known as the Black Fleet, goes into the unknown regions, and then like pirates take it over and eventually come back to the New Republic with the Black Fleet and like launch an offensive against the Republic. And that is now like the origin for the first order. Is after the Battle of Jakku, um, Grand Admiral Sloan, who becomes like the new head honcho in the Empire after she, after she kills, what's her name, uh, Grand Moff Rex, I think it was. She kills him basically and sends a message out to all of the, the like imperial remnants that she deems worthy. And she sends them a location in the Unknown Regions and they all go there and meet. And so it's like they just take essentially the lion's share of what's left of the Imperial Fleet, go into the Unknown Regions, prepare, come back later as the First Order, which is the exact same way that, like, the Black Fleet goes to the Unknown Regions. Okay, Sloane doesn't lose the Fleet, but it still comes back in the new offensive to take on the Republic. So it's like that. So th- like, they constantly kind of refer back to the things that are set up in Legends in new ways. Like, I mean, for ex- like Rebels, we were just talking about mm. that canonized Thrawn. Mm. Like, and Thrawn was he was the first villain of Legends because the heir to the Empire was literally the first trilogy. And God, and God, how fucking brilliant is Thrawn, man? Yeah. <laughs> So good. Yeah.
1: I feel like... No. Yeah, Clone Wars. See, I don't know the Legends so much. I don't know if characters like um, Saw Guerrero, who's obviously got more screen time as things have gone on, did he I come think from so, Legends?
0: I think Saw so was... Like, I. Th- I th- for some reason, I remember hearing... I can't remember who it was I heard, but it, it was recently that I remembered hearing someone say that apparently Saul Guerrero was in Legends. It
1: wouldn't like I don't
0: know me. where from, but uh-huh. hang on, let me just but check I my main man Wikipedia right now.
1: Yeah, it it makes sense to. Oh no, it's not from uh, oh. Legends because no, you know it's good and rich. It's good rich material.
0: Mm, Yeah. Fully. Like. I, yeah. Like one of the like. This. I mean. Well. I don't know when we'll release this, because it'll probably be a couple weeks from now. But the first episode of the second season, The Mandalorian, there's a massive homage to the Bounty Hunter Wars in when... Well, this isn't a spoiler, but they fight a thing called a crate Dragon. And how they beat it is directly pulled from how Boba Fett escapes the Sarlacc in Legends. Was oh, like, it's okay. it's literally, like, one for one. As you know, it is, ma- it is marginally different because um, Boba Fett blows his way out of the Sarlacc. Like, he fires the rocket off his jetpack while inside of it, blows a hole in the Salek and flies the fuck out of there. Mm. Yeah. And, like, they do it different in episode 10 of The Mandalorian. Wait, no, 9. Um but it's like it's a huge homage to like the setup is the same like they bo- they both take place on Tatooine and like it's the so it's like the parallels are constantly there mm. and even um, i mean even though it's like it was a part of new canon but there was this the trilogy called the aftermath trilogy yeah um by Chuck Wendig oh yes my g my g okay maybe, so th- maybe not the best trilogy but n- No, it's not the best, but they pull like they pull a character out of that into this first episode. And it's the first time that there's been like a like literally like a direct crossover from like they just picked someone right out of the books and were like, we're going to make him live action. We're going to do a sick story with him Mm. It's the character Cobb Vanth, um, who, well, I guess this is a spoiler somewhat, but it's from when the books came out. But he finds Boba Fett's armor on Tatooine, and he appears in it with the armor in this new episode. Right. And so, exactly, yeah, and like, so they, so even like from the from the new canon, like, I guess, I guess, what makes that so impressive is that it's like that's the first time that the books have really like directly mattered, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because like, and- Legends continuity is a bit like tricky with it.
1: Yeah, it it pays you for your investment of the material as well. Exact. You know? Exact. So now I imagine, like for Sam, um, he he'll want to go and look into this more. You know, knowing how things tie yeah. up and hmm. how he could be missing things in the Mandalorian that I mean loads to you solo because. Oh yeah. You man. know, uh, boy. Oh, it's a, an you, entire reality you're aware
2: honest. of. Yeah. I mean, I, I could have googled this to be honest, but like, I was actually thinking yesterday when I was watching it, like, where where did they shoot the Tatooine scenes? Where, where's is um, Isn't it? The, no, uh, no, it was
0: Tunisia it? first. Was it? Cause, yeah, because oh, okay. you know the um the skywalk, like, I don't, I can't remember what the actual location is called where Luke lived, but that's actually still there in Tunisia. Yeah, oh, I for
1: some reason I had it in my mind that it was Me- Mexico.
0: But, yeah. maybe they did film some of it in mexico because i mean i i only remember that like the um where luke lived they built that in tunisia but they could have i know they did shoot in at least now they def like with the prequels they definitely have used more than one country to shoot tatooine in mm. but
2: okay
0: i guess i think tunisia is the first place we see unless unless the, the dunes that like r2 and c 3 P O were on are in mexico or something
1: yeah i'm sure it's tough. i'm sure i'm sure it's tunisia
2: um it it, it does yeah, make sense is, as well um this is the thing that as you say just from what you've just said like i don't i, I would say i'm a fan of star wars but i would not say i am uh I th- that's I didn't even know about these things. Yeah, you the know, Star Wars I mean, I've heard of Clone created. Wars. I, you know, like I, there is when your
0: name yeah. when your name is solo, you do kind of like you have to put the extra effort in it. <laughs> no,
2: nah, I can imagine. I can imagine. But no, nah, it it sounds interesting. Mm. It sounds like there's a lot of lore to it. Um mm. like that, that that that's why I want to ask like who who created Star Wars then. Who was the O.G. George Lucas. Well, it,
0: yeah, it is George Lucas. George Lucas, hmm.
2: yeah. So, okay.
0: Yeah, and then because like and what, and he's just let people run
2: with his idea, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah, like was a the. Lot of creative freedom back 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 then, weren't
0: they? Trust me, yeah. Like uh, like because like when um, I ju- yeah, like I just I reread this Tim um not Timothy's on um, Kevin J Anderson interview uh before this just to kind of refresh my memory on some things. he's written like over 20 books of legends just personally and he talks about like in the 90s when timothy zahn was doing heir to the empire he was gonna do the jedi academy trilogy just after it and so like the two like he talks about how it's just like that there's like that was major pressure to be like okay this is the sequel to that trilogy that we all love because it's like Edge of the empire i think it's five years off is it f- yeah five years after the end of return of the jedi and so it's like it was almost a direct sequel in that way and like and here they like and actually it's funny when you again read in that interview earlier it's like he talks about how because of the pressure of it like him him and because he uses this character Mara Jade quite heavily in the Jedi Academy series, who was introduced and, like, established with Timothy the heir to the Empire. So he, like, they had a lot of back and forth of, like, getting the characterization right just for these books, which is so ironic when you think about Disney's quote-unquote plan when the films came out, insofar as they didn't have one. Like I think like the closest the closest there was to a plan was when Colin Trevorrow was like hanging out on The Last Jedi set all the time because he really wanted to make sure that he got I think he yeah he went to um, he went to J.J. J. Abrams about some things about like what he thought about Ray, and then he oh, oh God wait who directed The Last Jedi again I've just suddenly drawn right Johnson right thank you. Yeah. So yeah. So he spent a lot of time with Ryan Johnson because he was doing Episode Eight, so he could get the messages right. But then, obviously, because of, well, I guess majorly because it was so heavily layer based, his what his script would have been, it would have been impossible to do, because Carrie Fisher unfortunately died. So then they had to yeah. change it even more. So it's like even the script that was that was trying to tie up everything that had been set up, then got abandoned. And then episode eight almost got abandoned, essentially, because episode nine directly contradicts it every chance it gets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you might have had an episode about... Yeah, literally, Yeah, flashback to season want to seven. That. We, won't, um, <laughs> we won't go into that because we could be here for another hour
0: yeah yeah that episode that was originally gonna be just like it, it like origi- there wasn't even a plan to talk about oh yeah, shall we just get into the why we didn't like that film
1: yeah uh, uh, that that was that was a good episode yeah. um yeah, <laughs> just completely unfiltered uh, cool, um, yeah, I think that was this episode though, um yeah. so yeah. The a new season, um, a new lockdown, mm. uh, a, a, literally a new season as well as we start going into winter. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm sure that'll have an effect Getting on the whole. And,
0: and the Mandalorian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. We've not really discussed further of um, sort of what, what the next episode will be, so mm. we can't really tease that. Uh, but the more than likely will be another one. So ah yeah. Look yeah, out for 100%. it. One hundred percent. 100% uh, yeah thank you very much for listening um well, Yeah, yeah much love
2: yeah thank you
0: uh, fuck Amber Heard <laughs> um,
2: yeah much <laughs> love
0: uh, I was I was just gonna go with good luck and may the force be with you to close mine <laughs> <laughs>